Welcome to the Vital Dawn Podcast for Thursday, July 30th. S&P futures are trading off about 30 to 35 points. That's essentially 1%. The major European indices are trading off 1.4 to 1.7%. Asia was a little bit more mixed, but Japan, Hong Kong, and mainland China all ended in the red. So a lot of moving pieces this morning. Um, I'll just get the macro out of the way quickly. There, very, there was very little to talk about incremental on as far as macro news is concerned. A lot of the U.S. papers are dominated by two pieces of news that were out yesterday, the Fed and then this tech CEO hearing. On the Fed, it was very uneventful, as was largely expected. The statement did not change a whole lot. The statement did acknowledge the modest improvement in economic data that we saw in May and June, although Powell's tone during the press conference was much more cautious about the recovery, spending a lot more time talking about how we've seen a reversal in in a lot of the um, economic data, especially some of these high-frequency numbers that that he talked about. Um, So I would say Powell's tone on the outlook for growth for the economy was much more cautious than I think the current narrative in the market is. Um, definitely very, very nervous about the increase in COVID numbers that we've been seeing and the effects this will have on the economy. Um, and even talking about, you know, if the recovery were still in place, that you're still well below the pre-pandemic levels for overall activity and employment. So the Fed is super dovish. It's going to stay very dovish. Um, we're going to get incremental policy steps at the September meeting. All this is very much as expected. Um, so the Fed struck me last night as a complete, uh, struck me yesterday as, as very uneventful. I think the market reaction would have been much more muted to the extent people were watching the press conference. I feel that the tech CEO hearings diverted a lot of the market attention. Um, and you just kind of saw red flash headlines that you know painted the Fed as very dovish. But in general, like I said, I think the Fed's message is, is a very much status quo, um, which is very dovish, but again, not incrementally so. Um, on the tech CEO hearing, again, my, I, I have a broader discussion on it in the piece today. Um, you know, I think for years, investors have been dealing with these negative regulatory headlines and a lot of threats, a lot of criticisms. So far, nothing has come of it. You know, we continue to read about various different cases that are being discussed or pursued. Um, remember, media reports for months have said the DOJ is 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 about to launch an antitrust case against Google. Europe is apparently about to launch one against Amazon. This has been in the press for a few months. So far, nothing um, has hit the tape. Um, you know, I think at this point in time, you really do not see a lot of reaction in the stocks to these regulatory headlines. I don't think the hearing yesterday will change much. That House panel that the House Judiciary Committee that held the hearing yesterday is supposed to be putting out a report um, on competition trends in technology. In theory, that could lead to new legislation that would pass down the road that would provide regulators with enhanced powers to go after tech companies. Um, but again, I think we're very, very far from that occurring. So, um, you know, I think it was interesting to watch the first time you saw all four of them together in in one hearing. But I, I don't think it changes much on the ground. On the stimulus front for the U.S., the two sides are still, you know, all the media reports suggest the two sides are still hopelessly deadlocked at an impasse. Um, again, the big issue, there are two big issues, one of which is obviously between Democrats and Republicans, but just as important is, is the enormous division uh, within the GOP as far as what they want to see in this bill. And I think a lot of that has to do with, um, you know, you are seeing Republicans begin to think of their own political uh, self-interest going into November and beyond as they, um, you know, as they look to Trump as being a relatively impotent leader at this point in time, just given where the polls are, um, you know, because Trump is trailing Biden by such a large extent, he does not have a lot of influence over these negotiations, and that's making for a particularly chaotic process. Um, I 
think that you will see to the extent we go into next week, next Thursday, Friday, and there has not been any movement at all, I think that you will start to see this thing break apart into component pieces. Um, and then you will pass the most immediate ones first, being unemployment benefits and liability protection. That was floated to Democrats yesterday. They rejected it. Um, but I but I think, like I said, if, if this goes another week and there hasn't been any movement at all, um, I think that you will see, like I said, I think unemployment benefits seems to be the big issue and then liability protection as well. Um, and you can pass those in one bill and then kind of move on to some of the other matters. Um, on the eco front today, not a lot. You had the German GDP number that was out for Q2. It was weaker than expected. I think this is absolutely irrelevant. Um, this this Q2 GDP number encapsulates an enormously volatile economy. I think it just paints a very poor picture as what growth is actually doing on the ground. Much more important are the are the PMIs that we've seen on a monthly basis, as well as just company commentary on linearity in the quarter. And the same goes for the US GDP that will hit at 8.30 this morning too. Um, it's going to get a lot of uh, attention in the media. Obviously, it's a very prominent number. I just think for the market, it's it's useless. The jobless claims is much more important. That provides, um, you know, the the that that is the most immediate real time insight into the economy that is published formally by the government. Um, again, we've seen this number now plateau for a couple of weeks. It ticked higher last week for the first time since March. It is forecast to tick higher again this morning. If this number continues to rise, clearly that's that that adds to the mountain of evidence showing that the economic rebound that was very powerful in May and June has stalled, plateaued, and is reversing slightly in part due to COVID, but other factors as well. So the unemployment claims at 8.30 to me is the, is the most important um, macro catalyst that is on the calendar for today. Uh, earnings, though, are dominating this morning. So like I said, all that stuff I just mentioned on macro, none of it's really all that incremental or profound. Earnings, are, though, are um, dominating everything. So this is Starting last night will be the peak 24 hours of the earnings season as far as volume of reports. There were a ton of names out of the US last night and even greater amount out in Europe this morning. And then tonight, obviously, you have the biggest companies on the planet, Apple, Amazon, Facebook, Google, all reporting tonight, all probably right at 4 p.m. Um, so on the US last night, it was, they were very strong across the board. Um, you know, I have I have full write-ups on everything, but the U.S. there really were there was not any large negative as far as earnings are concerned from the U.S. last night. Europe this morning is much more mixed. Um, you could say Europe this morning is net negative as far as earnings. Danone, Lloyd's, Telefonica, Volkswagen, BBVA are probably the bigger notable names. Um, you are seeing um, pretty large declines in autos, banks, basic resources this morning. So definitely an anti-cyclical morning in Europe. Um, being fed by uh, the earnings numbers. Um, and that is probably one of the bigger reasons why you're seeing our futures get hit as well. Um, and like I said, I think you're also just reversing some of what you saw at the Fed yesterday, um, which did not justify um, you know, a, a big rally. Um, looking into today for the Thursday session, like I said, it's really, it's all going to be dominated by earnings. Um, the big ones this morning, Comcast, DuPont, Procter & Gamble, Craft, Lily, Mastercard, UPS, um, and then after the close, like I said, uh, it's actually the volume of reports after the close is not tremendous, but you do have those, um, you know, the four giant companies that are all hitting at the same time, um, and then jobless claims at eight thirty. Other than that, it's uh, it that those are going to be the big events for the morning, and then this will be the peak period for Q two earnings. Uh, so that is everything for this morning. Thank you for listening. <laughs>